Hey, it's Tommy. Welcome to this episode of the Super Self Podcast. In this one, I was talking to Gordon Birch and we had a chat the other day and I put it on record for you guys on the podcast. I thought it'd be interesting for you to get an insight into some of the stuff that goes on uh, behind the scenes for entrepreneurs and in particular, uh, people who are striving for more. Um, It can be quite a journey when you're always pushing yourself. So in this podcast, it's more of a discussion that I had with Gordon um, about how we know each other, which is through a mutual business group that we've been part of for just over a year. And the sort of ups and downs of the entrepreneurial journey and what to do when you feel like you're getting into some pressure and you feel like you need a bit of a break, when you should listen to people and they tell you to slow down. And also we talked about martial arts again because Gordon, he's a martial artist and he operates a martial arts business, but he also helps other martial arts school and business and academy owners to improve their business so that they can offer and operate more martial arts to more people because it's such an important way to improve positivity and patience and discipline and structure that he wants more and more people to be able to do it. So I'm on board with that and I thought it'd be interesting because he's a super interesting character. Uh, He's got a lot of energy and he's going to bring a lot to this particular episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this discussion. Idea, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think when I'm doing it. All to get no idea. Fucking mental. Right, mate. Um, I think I'm good. My end. Yeah, I think I am here. Yeah. Um, let me just double check on the mic. I can hear everything. Yeah, that sounds good. Obviously, I'll be able to hear your end as well because you're. Yeah, exactly. Wicked. Is that okay? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you fine. Okay. Cool. So I was thinking, um, like, like I said in the messages, to just have a discussion about um, how martial arts links to business. I think would be quite a good angle. Um, okay. So, so what do you mean? As in how martial arts helps with running a business? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then, and th- thinking about what people will be able to take from it who aren't doing martial arts, so perhaps um, yeah. some some key insights into like managing. Uh, like having kids and spending time with them and still yeah. being able to do all your projects and everything else yeah. so being an entrepreneur basically yeah. juggling everything yeah yeah alright cool. that'd be good um, okay so how do you want to do what, how do you want to do the introduction so what, are you going to say hi is Gordon and I'll say hi is Tommy I don't think so because I think the best thing for us to do here is we just do an intro afterwards Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like each yeah, each of us does our own one, so we we'll say like, oh, the other day I spoke to Gordon and we talked about this. Yeah, 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 yeah that makes cool. sense. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I've got you. I've basically pressed record, so we're, like we're in the conversation now. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I've pressed record. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds great. So um, awesome. we've we've obviously we've known each other now, mate, for uh, just over a year. Yeah. Just over a year. I know how much that. <laughs> It is pretty crazy. I still feel like in myself. I still feel like it's like February, March. It's August. Um, yes. And the reason I say that is because we were obviously together in San Diego a few months ago. Yeah. In February. Yeah. How was that? I mean, that was just unbelievable. And and um, and to see you go on your own journey, by the way, was just phenomenal to see. Like yeah. amazing. I've seen some changes in you and some amazing things. And I learned a lot from you on that holiday, by the way, on that trip. Should I say? <laughs> yeah. I See where you're at. It you was, made me take a little look at myself as well. Uh, yeah, and you the same for me because I think like the best way for me to, to kind of explain that experience was um, I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like when you're an entrepreneur and when you when you're doing everything that you can to build and to bring in new ideas and to create, 
when you're in a small town like I am, um, where you perhaps don't get much of that interaction or stimulation from others in the same sort of way, as soon as you took me and plopped me in this place where everyone sort of was about the same sort of thing, I just lit up. Yes. I literally just lit up and connected with like this force that I didn't know I had, this spiritual side that I did not expect to get from going to a business event. It was um, really special to see. And I think what, what was interesting for you was, and I, I like to share this, is that I don't know, I think you went into one, oh, one, on. um, one actual uh, uh, talk, a speech, and that was for about 10 minutes and you Mate, were gone. Come on. And you were out again on your own mission, on the Tommy mission, weren't you? <laughs> remember that? Yeah, come on, mate. Be fair. It wasn't one, it was two. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it two? I can't remember now. Yeah. Oh, no, it was really, really, like you were just in and out. And Oh, yeah, it was two because we did the last bit, didn't we? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, a, look, it was, we were there for four, like four, the event was on for four days and I, I did attend talks on two of the days. Um, okay. on the other two days I was at the event but just f- sort of um, networking interacting with people I met a videographer we ended up recording a video that's had like over 40,000 views on Facebook and like made a real difference to people and I think like without without following my nose and, and going with the flow I wouldn't have hit those opportunities and I've actually created relationships with people that I still speak to now um, wow and that there's still there's still work to be done between us you know and in the future so i'm grateful for that but but yeah like what's been going on for you since then because i haven't seen you much since then um because uh we're part of a a group together and i've not been attending the group sessions recently because um of travel and having like other commitments so what's been going on mate yeah i'll have a lot really a bit of a transition i mean a bit of growth a bit of yeah, lot, lots really. I mean, I think when we were when we were at um, the event in San Diego, I bought, uh, the the book launched. Uh, That's sorry, right. Yeah. Book, didn't I? Yeah. At the event, so it went live to the world. That's right. At the event, and um, and that was uh, pretty special um, to see that going live. And I mean, that's done really, really, really well. I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, they did the audio recording of the book as well. Um, which was um, an experience in itself. Cool. Uh, and that's gone really, really well. Really enjoyed that. And just been really, um, really growing the side of what I love doing, which is really helping people. You know, I think when I first started the journey of um, uh, being a coach and a mentor and a trainer, um, I think I've always been that person. I've always been a giver. Um, but you started to start. And when I first started, I remember starting it on a, and all I did, I just gave like everything that I've got, like everything I get. I just gave for, like for, I didn't expect anything back in return. I just wanted to give, and, and that's you know. And I kind of then you go on, you want to build your business, and then I kind of went around and went, you know what? I'm just going to keep giving because that's what I love doing. So that's where I've been over the last few months, just giving what I can as much as I can, up in my content, up in what I where I feel I can deliver the most value. And um, it's been an, an amazing ride over the last, you know, six months. It's been very life-changing, learned a lot about language, and I learned a lot of that from watching and listening to you actually in San Diego. Mm. I really, really <laughs> did. I think that was amazing, to see the, the language that you use. And one thing that stuck out to me when you were there is when you talked about you don't need to get anything. Yes. And I love that. And yeah. I thought, you know what? You're so right. You don't need to get anything. Stop trying to stop. You didn't actually say that to me, but what you were saying was you don't need to keep getting anything. 
he actually just and, and that was where the give and that, that definitely resonates with me I think that's why we connect so well is like you know what are you going to give and just give everything that you've got yeah. Um, yeah. To, to humans whether that's walking past, like going into a shop and saying hi how you doing and making them smile or lifting their mood or just having a smile on their face when they've had a thousand customers through and can't, <laughs> can't smile because yeah. they're just stuck in their phones so every day I want to go out on a mission to make to, to light up someone's life yeah. whatever way that is whether it's a, a Facebook message or a you know a, a visit to a shop or whatever it is to hopefully um, just lighten their day because I see the world is a you know, and we learned a lot about that in San Diego, didn't we? You know, a lot of people they're lost. You yeah, know, they're lost yeah. in their own minds. They're lost in their own space. They, they're absolutely. You know, I call them the Walking Dead now. Yeah. A lot of people. It's such a shame to see because there's so much more in them. So I think I've been on a, a big mission to stretch out um, uh, where I want to get to in in life and how many people I want to serve, how many people I want to connect with, and how. I think that's been one of my big missions, but not just in business, just in life, really. And I think I've probably over the last six months, I've really started coming into my own again. We have these little cycles, had some deep personal coaching, broke down some barriers again, had that, and that was quite good and allowed me to really realize that, you know, I had some little hindering things on competition going on in my head. I think it was down to martial arts. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've let go of that now. And not look to, you know, I don't need to be competitive with anything or sure. see anything as compet- a competition. It's not about yeah. that. It's just about giving and serving. I love so, that. Yeah. I love that because it's the thing, I think you, it's there for us to realize and experience on the journey as entrepreneurs. But I think to actually really believe it is another thing. You know, it's like the, the um, collaboration is so much more powerful than the competition. And like you said, there's so many people out there that, that need help and need inspiration, need guidance, that um, there's plenty, plenty of people to, um, to help, you know. So why go divert your focus and attention onto someone else who's trying to also do the same thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> that's kind of shooting yourself in the foot for your, your greater purpose, isn't it? I agree. I think you're so right there. And I think where, you know, I think sometimes we forget how big this world is. Like, there's yeah. seven yeah. point whatever billion people on the yeah. planet. Yeah, because you focus and on the little hubs. Town that, center. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're such a tiny speck, aren't we? Even in, even on this earth. And I think there's so much um, out there to share. And uh, I think sometimes we have this scarcity mindset, or can do, not everyone, but people have this scarcity. There's not going to be enough for me. There's not yes. enough. There's not yeah. this abundant mindset. And what I learned from the coaching that I had was, you know, um, you know, I, although I knew it here, I knew it in in my the front of my head, in a subconscious level. I had a scarcity because I grew up in a sure. you know a very scarce world when I was younger. You know, my 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 childhood first um, uh, what I remember of my first childhood um, uh, thoughts it was was being in a pram. And I was two years of age, and I remember it like it was yesterday. The rain's beating down on my pram, and and, and I'm in this old pram, and it was old and like like you know secondhand. And my mum was delivering a newspaper to earn money, you know. So that was my first hmm. you know recollection of life. So you can wow. see where the scarcity came in, and I, yeah. that's what I held on to for such a long time. Was you know there's not enough, you yeah. know, and I held on to that from from a young very young age. And yeah. I run that through my life, and I realise there's just enough for us. There's, there's too much. 
that's why I think now it's like there's too much for us. We're actually, you know, you know, if you take, for instance, I teach martial arts, you know, you have martial artists think that they're in competition with the guy down the road who does martial arts. And I teach them like, you know what? There's not enough of us to serve. Yeah. There's not enough. It's the same with fitness though, mate. It's the same with fitness. And I've realised that more and more actually. And, you know, I've let that, that, that stuff go and, Good, and look yeah, at the yeah. appreciation and celebrate people even more. I've always celebrated people in, in a conscious way, sure. in a way where you go, absolutely, I love seeing people successful. I love going around to their house. They've got a nice house or they, they've built something for themselves or a car or, or they've just built a business or a life for themselves with their family. I just love seeing that. But on an unconscious level, I hadn't let it go. Yeah. I thought that there was this scarcity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this, we've got too much for us in this world. We, we're, we're born with so much scope for growth and abundance. It's unbelievable, mate. I love that. So, and I've, you know, something you're saying there about um, about martial arts and about how you had that comp- the competitive personality in you was perhaps um, enhanced by the theatre of martial arts. And I think that's really quite interesting because I recently had a bit of a revelation that the reason I started martial arts, my, my adult martial art journey was through fear. I started because I was scared of getting beaten up. And I think when you start martial arts, whatever that motivation is, it most likely will be something about not being strong enough or hard enough or not being able to defend yourself or your family. So there is that little bit of fear. It's almost like it amplifies that turns it into something different, but never really shifts. And I think the thing that I really had to figure out was I'd started martial arts, which I attribute so much of my mindset to, and I think has created such a, a strong clarity in my mind. But also, um, it was it was fear that got me there in the first place, and I hadn't pulled myself out of that yet. Because when I look at the behavior patterns with like competitions and stuff like that, it was always, I always like was terrified about competing. Um, I never really enjoyed competing. I just did it because I wanted to test myself. But like recently I've had to transcend that martial arts isn't something to know so that people will think, oh, don't mess with him, he's hard. But instead it's a way of life that, that is about growth from the inside out. Um, what, what do you reckon? Because like, I know it seems like an obvious thing, but I've only recently just clicked with this. Well, I think I think when you've done martial arts, I think you are absolutely bang on. I mean, I get the privilege of speaking to hundreds, if not thousands, of martial arts schools in directly and indirectly, and fascinating for me to see and speak to so many martial artists who still live in fear. Mm. Like in my book, I talk about the fear. It's amazing to see because they they still hold that fear. Yeah, you know, they're strong on the outside, but they again, the unconscious, they've not let it go. Sure, and and I try and work this transition. And I say to them, like, whether it's martial arts, life, or business, it's all one. Mm. And actually, I believe martial arts and life are parallel. Like, when you do martial arts, you're taught it's you against an opponent, the challenge, or whatever that is. It could be the challenge of the person in front of you. That's martial arts. Well, the person in front of you is the challenge of life, isn't it? It is. And what happens is martial artists can go on a dojo and be the person, the martial artist in the dojo, and then when they walk away... They, they create this shy or this, you know, uh, you know, unconfident being outside of the dojo and they don't believe they can build a business, they don't believe, believe they can build a life. They're quite negative, some martial arts. I'm not being, 
not all of them, but a lot of them, they have a negative uh, slate on life, on people, experience, but they're going to the dojo and they're this different person. Yeah. What I've got realized, lots of martial artists haven't made that transition, realized that actually they've just got to be what they are in the dojo in life because life and martial arts are the same. Yeah. And they can be successful in everything else. You know, I know about so many martial artists that are not absolutely, they're, they're successful in the martial arts, but in their own little world. But actually, when they step outside, they're living in a negative world and they've not made that transition. You have, Tommy. Mm. Absolutely. But there's many that don't. There's many that sit there and they kind of, they're lost. Yeah. They don't need to be lost because they already know what it takes to become a black belt in martial arts. They just need to become a black belt in life, yeah. a black belt in business, yeah. a black belt in everything else. They know the traits. And they make great business people, they make great people in life once they can make and realize they could, they're just going to just mirror what they're already doing. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think they see it as a parallel sort of a parallel unit, a parallel to what they're already doing. Yeah, I, of course, I believe yeah. martial arts is life, like you say, sure. and life is martial arts. Once you've been and stepped on that journey, it's a fascinating journey. Yeah, it's cool. Like you mentioned your book, which is obviously helping martial arts business owners. So, my book, I've just it's pretty much finished now and uh, will be coming out soon plug for the book there um yeah, what's it called it, i can't tell you that at the moment that's uh yeah i'm but excited all, I want to know now. all will be revealed but um the reason i bring it up is because uh not just for a shameless plug but also because um i've recently the, the the chapter i've just finished i actually mentioned martial arts and it was all about responding rather than reacting to things and the analogy that I used was from in martial arts when you're fighting and someone punches you in the face, your initial reaction is a, is an emotionally fueled like, I just want to hit them back reaction. And, and, and that puts you in a worse position because you throw your balance off, you lose your shape, you lose your composure, you end up losing. Um, whereas what you've got to do is you've got to be able to take the hit and you need to be able to respond, learn from it and make a move quick. Um, in order to better your position and responding responding is so much um, better than reacting now what what do you do because I know like we've known each other just over a year we, we're close on in the business journey together um, when things don't go to plan um, which happens right um, <laughs> yeah what, what's your like what's your kryptonite um I want to touch on what you've just said there, and I think I would like to add to it. I think you're absolutely bang on as always, Tommy. And I, and 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 I see it as as responsibility. So you look at be, uh, responsibility, and it's it's actually the other way around. It's your ability to respond. Nice. So we've got to take responsibility, but when people understand that actually taking responsibility is your ability to respond in any situation, whatever that is. And that's what we're all on the journey. So how do we respond? Have I got the ability to respond to that in the right way? Sure. So that's what I see it as being, and that's how you take ultimate responsibility for where you are. Because I think we're, you know, we are, we can be, and I am very, very reactive. I'm in from a very reactive environment. My mom is very, very reactive. So um, what I've learned is when things don't go to plan and what they are, um, I, I take a, a big deep breath, as you would in martial arts, and I, I have to kind of go into myself. Now, I used to go quite deep into my mind. Now, what I look at is all the great things that I have already. So, I like to step back and immediately say, what do I have that's amazing in my life? You know, and I look at all the great things I have, all of my, my family, my, my, my kids. I, I look at all the clients that I've got, past and present, all of my students, all the people. And I just look at and try and think about all the great things I already have nice. rather than concentrate on the negative 
or what I perceive as a negative because everything that happens in our lives is designed that way perfectly for us. Mm -hmm. It's there to help us. It's there to absolutely, I believe, um, to give us a jolt when we need it, to say, hold on a minute, you're going, you know, you're getting a bobby station or hold on a minute, that's not the right direction for you. And it's there to absolutely jolt you and we should look at it as a gift. So when things are not what we perceive as going right, they are absolutely going right for mm-hmm. us at that point. And I think once you understand that, we, under, we understand that um, as a human being, um, we can then start to actually relax more and not react sure. as well as much as we do and realize it's there to serve us. And, and that's our ability to respond. I think, you know, as martial artists, you're so right. You know, someone hits you, you just want to go back at them and give it them. But actually, I teach, um, I teach this to kids and, uh, about uh, how to resolve conflict. And I say that every single conflict you have in your life is down to you. And they're like, no, but it's there. But I said, no, no, it's down to you because there can only, for a conflict to occur, can only yeah. be two people. You can't, you know, if there's one person, you know, so I teach the kids all the time. If, your, if someone says, your mum's fat and ugly, and you say, no, she's not, now you've got a conflict. But if you say, yeah, I know, now there's no conflict because you're in agreement with them. And it's that ability to be able to do that that can uh, allow you to decipher the reaction, mm-hmm. which is sometimes, it's not, and that, that doesn't serve you because actually you're creating the conflict, you're creating the problems. And yeah. I, I really believe in the, the inner power of ourselves if that we, we control. We're actually creating, designing everything in our lives, the good, the bad, whatever that is. So if that's the case, we can... We can control it. We can actually control it. Yeah. We can control the um, it outwardly and inwardly. inwardly. It's um, it's cool, like how martial arts as well puts you under pressure because yeah. it's all about learning and then putting your skills to the test, whether it be a grading or whether it be fighting in competition or aspiring. And I think it's key to because a lot of people will be listening to this and and you know on our on our respected channels. And they'll be thinking, okay, well, I get it. You know, you've got to be able to take responsibility. You've got to think about things and, and take ownership and you need to like avoid the conflict. But it's also important to realize that it doesn't always happen. Um, and pressure changes the game because that's when it's real. And I guess using a martial arts analogy, it's the difference between doing like light contact sparring, wearing heavy pads to going in and doing like MMA in a cage. Like there's, there's still, you're still getting punched and kicked, but it's a different different world right and who you are under pressure is is who you are i believe so being in that pressure situation allows you even even when things are really crap it allows you an opportunity to prove to yourself what you're made of yeah yeah absolutely yeah i agree i think you really do find yourself don't you when when you're under pressure you know who you absolutely are yeah you know i think um you know, that's where you grow isn't it it's easy when these things are easy Come on, every, everyone's that's nice. Everyone wants to be comfortable, don't they? Everyone wants to stay in their comfort zone. Isn't that why most people don't grow in this world? You know, I'm, I, you know, but you to put yourself under pressure, and not put yourself under pressure, but to challenge yourself is absolutely important in life because that's how we grow. I mean, I know uh, Tommy, you've been on uh, lots of journeys. I mean, I know myself. I absolutely grow through every challenge. I become a stronger person, a stronger man, a wiser person. I don't yeah. know how that is for you. Definitely. But I think, you know, I want to be challenged all the time. I want to, but I, but I want to embrace the challenge. Sure. You know, many people don't want it. They want to throw it away. They don't want to, they want it easy. But actually life is a challenge. It's there for a reason to help us grow and become the person that we're born to be. 
And, um, you know, I think if you try and keep it, if you try and stay safe, but you try and stay away and keep it nice and easy for yourself and not put yourself under pressure. Because people say that in this world now. Oh, don't put yourself under pressure. You know, you know, lots yep. of people say to, to me, and I'm sure they didn't shoot, calm down, Tommy. You need to slow down, you know, all this kind of stuff. Now, although some of that is true, um, I think for the majority, that's because they're trying to um, put themselves onto you, if you like. Okay? Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you're challenged, you grow that much more. And you definitely, you're right. The, the older you get, I mean, I'm 41 now. And, you know, if you take me back to when I was in my 20s, for instance, I was very reactive. I didn't handle pressure. I was like a pressure cooker. <laughs> like this all the time. But as you grow older, you grow wiser and you grow wiser from the challenges that you've taken on. And the more you have, the you get wiser earlier. Yeah. That's what I really believe. So that's my take. It's interesting that because like I've never had that, I've never been in a prop in a position of problem when it comes to that. I've always, as you can imagine, been what people would call an old head on young shoulders. Yeah. Since since I was like thirteen, like I had I've had that label. Um, yeah. I'm thirty now, and I'm very aware that some of the shit I come out with is like is probably on par with what an eighty year old that has been medita- <laughs> meditating for thirty years would say. Um, but but my point is like. I guess wherever the person's at that's listening to this or wherever you're at listening to this now, doesn't matter what you've got. It doesn't matter what, what you feel like you need. It only matters that you're moving forwards. And martial arts teaches you that too, I think, because I can remember times when I was sort of stuck on a belt. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm stuck on the belt. I can't get the pattern or I can't break the board or I can't do the thing. And like it, it one powerful thing that it taught me, Gordon, is like there's, there's no, I know there's a common knowledge to there's no such thing as can't, but if you can't do something, it just means that you haven't learned how to yet. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> and it's like... You're preaching to converted here. But that, I mean, it's so simple, but it's like you could say in any, yeah. in any context, oh, I can't dance. No, 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 no. You just haven't yeah. learned how to yet. I know? love, I love, I, oh, with someone saying, this is what I teach my kids, you come into my dojo, the word <laughs> yeah. can't is, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's swearing. Yes. You know, that's a, that's a, hold on a minute, no, you, and, and that's exactly what I say. No, what is it, guys? And we said the kid, the kid said, "No, sir, I haven't learned it yet." Oh, you know, I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you I love know, it. I'm at that. That's yeah. how connected we are. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It. You know, it's cool and, and it's and it's great. I mean, it's obvious that we've had that connection since we first met each other in in um, like yeah. just over a year ago. So, like, okay, let's perhaps finish this with um, like, what's next? What's what's the next thing for you to look forward to now? Well, um, what's the next thing? I mean, that's that's a great question. I think I just want to I want to reach as many people as I can um, through martial arts and through what I teach within within the martial arts business. I, you know, I really believe that martial arts helps so many people in their lives, and people like yourself, Tommy, have been there. It's amazing to see it helps people on so many different levels, and it can help. And I believe that martial arts is, you know without doubt the one activity that can solve so many pains because it, it's you know it can help with people who are uh, depressed it yeah. can help people who are obese it can help people who lack discipline focus uh, confidence patience it just helps with so many things but while there are so many mar- great martial artists out there i really believe that many of them um you know they're white belts in the business side and 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 the world is changing and the world is changing at such a fast rate and i want to I want to keep the martial arts alive in this country and around yeah. the world because yeah. I do believe what will happen is if, if they don't learn how to build a proper school and how then to attract 
people to them. The quality martial artists will die in this country. Yeah. And that will be a shame because you have these two elements of martial, real martial arts and then you have the element of the business side. And, and, and that's fine, but I want to help the guys who are really, you know, real good martial artists that can help continue um, the real, like you had, Tommy, you've had a good old school instructor, yeah. someone who could really teach you clearly, yeah, the true Budo way, you know, and I think there's so many, I just see it, so, thousands, if not tens of thousands, that just don't understand um, what it takes to be good in business, and they fight, they've, you know, we lose them, we yeah. lose them to this amazing industry, and I think that would be a tragedy, so it's my mission to help as many martial artists as I can realize um, how to market a business, how to build a martial arts business with integrity yeah. to, help, to help people, humanity, with the power of martial arts yeah, that good. can transform like it did my life. You know, I'm so thankful that I found martial arts and I yeah. know, and I'm sure you are as well, Tommy. Yes. It's, just a, it's just a magical experience that you can't, you can't put a, you can't, you can't really define what it is. It just gives you something very spiritual. And uh, I feel that if I can have a small uh, impact on the industry in that way, um, and I'm serving people, I'm, I'm, I'll be you know really really grateful. And I just want to you know I just want to continue to help and nourish and and, and and spread the word across across the world. Well, you are, mate. You are, and, and it's been a pleasure to see it evolve. You know, from from watching what you're doing in the last year or so, and just how how I love the angle that you approach it all with you know um this integral place which integrity is a huge part of martial arts as well obviously so um so let's finish with like i want to just explore one thing that we haven't gone into detail yet um with which is entrepreneurs in general um putting too much pressure on themselves when do we when when do we have to listen because you said earlier about you know people will say don't do that you're doing too much slow down but you and I both know that we've both painted ourselves into a corner a couple of times where we've actually had to um, from experience what, what's your sign like how do you know when it's time for anyone that was listening and thinking maybe that's me maybe I need to just you know chill out a little bit what's your biggest piece of advice you could give because I know I've got one as well yeah, so so when 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 it's time to, to listen, I think I think I listen to my body a lot, you okay. know, and I know um, I, I do listen to my body, and I think you know we sometimes I go around in patterns, I run patterns, and I know that I'm, when I'm going around in a pattern, it's time to like hold on a minute, you need to step off a little bit. I think balance is important, you know, getting the right balance, and I think one of the things I've learned um, for people who ever. Who, the guys who are listening here is, you know, if you're doing something that you truly love and you enjoy, um, life's easier. <laughs> you know, when you're trying to do the things that you feel you must do because someone else has said, or you feel you need to, to get to that next level, I think that can be a problem. And I think many people burn out then. Um, I know on my journey, um, I, I, I absolutely try every day to do what I want to in the way that I want to. Um, I try and outsource everything else that I don't like doing. And I feel that that definitely serves me and helps me. Um, but sometimes you do overstep the mark and you do do too much and you think, hold on a minute. So I think you've got to listen to your body. I think you've got to listen to the people around you sometimes. Um, and I think the closest to you sometimes can have the, have the answers that we don't yeah. want to listen to. Yeah. You know? And I think sometimes we've just got to go, okay, hold on a minute. You know, if, if you hear it repeated enough times, it's time to say, hold on, maybe there's some truth in this. Maybe I need to have a little listen 
to my wife who's, <laughs> who knows me better than myself sometimes, you know, exactly. because they see things that you don't. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I think, I think personally, I think if you're doing what you love every day, um, you'll stay, fo- you'll stay um, elated, you'll stay alive, you'll stay, you know, you won't, you won't, your energy won't be sapped as much. Sure. But sometimes even then you need to listen to the people around you. So maybe, mainly um, your spouse, the people who know you and love you the most. That's kind of my take. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think like I could, I could answer similarly, so I'll go a different place with it because I think I want to add as much value as possible. So I think one thing that springs to mind is just to keep it, keep it focused on what's really important in terms of what you're doing and not what you're not doing. Because I think it's really, really easy, especially like you said earlier about like comparison and stuff. Seven point, it's actually I think it's seven point four billion people in the world. We usually only compare ourselves to people that are in the same space as us. And that's like a very small section of people that is pretty much irrelevant because they're not really a market anyway. They're just people doing a similar thing. And I think sometimes it can be like a dog, you know, chasing cars, a dog in a car looking out the window and chasing the cars like as they go past, not realising that the dog's actually in a car anyway. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, Focus on the one thing. One thing that's really hit home with me is the, and you're in the same space, you've got a, a business, you've got the martial arts school as well as the helping coaching other martial arts business owners. And one thing that's really hit home with me lately is just to look at the real, um, like not to discard or um, put down uh, or discredit that business too. Like that, that, that brick and mortar business that fucking busted my ass to get, um, and always wanted since the age of like six, seven, 17, 18 and not to just be like, Oh yeah, yeah. And I've got a gym. Um, that is like, when you think about things that you, you know, this, uh, people want a successful martial arts school. People want to own their own gym. We've got these things. And I think it's important for us to stay grounded and stay grateful for those businesses too. Tommy, it's amazing that you're saying that because only recently I've re-found the roots of my martial arts again because I go in cycle because when you've been teaching as much as I have in a 30 class a week for sure. God knows how many years, sure. decades, yeah. you know, probably 20 years, a lot of teaching. You can burn out and you lose your you can lose your passion. But I know I hadn't lost my passion as in like I was just burnt out. Yeah. I was lost. And you go off and, and you're so right, unbelievable. It's so is math. It's that, you know, I went off and started doing my business coaching and that was for a release to be honest with you from the you know from the repetition of doing the same thing but I always love helping people and nurturing actually I refound my my true core I love sparring I love sparring is what yeah, I love yeah. doing you know because it was my fear and my, now it's my love you yeah, know and yeah. I love so I've rekindled my love for that which has allowed me to refocus my, my teaching refocus on my gym it's so funny and I'm in that I'm right in that space now where I'm absolutely looking at the core of my business even more um, and taking on a new unit where I want to give yeah. I want to make it the best martial arts centre in the UK you know awesome. and, and that's a big ask there's some great martial arts centres but you know I really and it's funny you say that because again it's like you go around you go and do all these things but don't don't forget your core yes don't forget your roots absolutely. the same as martial arts don't forget the roots absolutely absolutely you know and, I, and I'm so with you on that I think it's such a, and, and, and it's it's pointing to end in this you know yeah. the roots are what made you grow yeah you know and never forget them never forget the people around you never forget the people who keep in, who inspired you to become always be thankful always be grateful yeah you know always reach out to I reached out to my, one of my coaches who coached me not in my life, in business he was the coach I met when I transformed my life I've lost my house yeah I'd lost my house, I'd lost everything. I was in dire I was living on £25 a week for food. That was it, and we had to go to a rented accommodation. I've lost the house that I, 
I purchased, me and my wife, and we were in a real bad situation. And I had to do something different. I re- reached out to someone and I, I jumped on his coaching program, you know, and, and um, I, you know, it, you know, in two and a half months, it transformed my whole business and tripled what we were doing. It was unbelievable. And I reached out to him recently, and you'll, you'll love this, Tommy, I'm sure. And I reached out to him because I hadn't spoke to him for a while. He's in my book. And I just phoned him up to say thank you. I phoned him up just to say, I just want to say thank you, Chris. Like, you have just been amazing. I want to take you out for, for a meal. And um, when can we meet up? And he's like, okay, thank you. Um, uh, you know, and I said, I just want to say, you've just been unbelievable. I won't be where I am without you. I want to say thank you. Anyway, he phoned me a couple of weeks later and he said, he phoned just out of the blue and he said, hi, Matt, I've just got to say to you, I just want to just give you a little update. He goes, since you phoned up, he wound down his coaching program. He said, when you phoned me and said thank you, later on that evening, I got two calls about coaching. And he's been absolutely swamped with people. And he goes, it's down to what you, how you said thank you to me. He goes, I come off the phone and I said, actually, wow, someone actually said thank you and someone actually believed in what I did. And that set up a trigger yeah. into people then, the connection, you know, the, oh. whatever you want to say it is, yeah, this, this connection nice. that went on. And he says, I am just inundated. Wow. And he goes, I just want to say thank you to you for reaching out and thanking. And I just... It's beautiful, of, you know, mate. And that's the importance of that, remembering your roots. That's beautiful. I think um, stories like that are amazing. And like you should definitely make a noise with that. And, and you have done on this episode here, obviously, because I think sometimes the things that we just do naturally, the things like that that are in our nature, um, we should be okay with, with sharing that. Because the more, the more people are grateful for their towards their teachers the more it gets passed back around and creates this vortex of positivity i had the same thing at my first event back in february um at the dinner i had uh, some vip ticket holders at the dinner and, and i was giving a story about how i started out and it started with a psychology tutor at my college i wasn't really doing much at college at all it wasn't inspired i didn't really know what i wanted to do and you know getting to, cutting to the point here he he, he believed in me and he said something to me, which will stay with me forever. And um, I sent, I recorded this particular speech that I gave at this dinner, and I sent it to him on Facebook, and I tried to add him as a friend, and he declined my friend request twice. And the message was sat there. He didn't look at it. It wasn't read or anything. He declined two friend requests from me. I tried messaging him to say, look, oh, I really want to touch base with you. I really want you to see this video. Nothing. And then literally two two weeks ago when I was having a bit of a dip you know in terms of my motivation that's why I had to take a bit of time out um I get this thing come up on my phone saying that he's he's accepted my my request right and I see that he's 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 read the message and he's watched the video six months after I sent it and he's just like blown away by it and and it's and he's like said it's made his day and all this and it's it's just nice everyone do these things express your gratitude don't take it for granted i think it's important to to give back and stuff and both ways and hey um gordon i've I've thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you i'm excited about the future what what's going to happen for both of us hopefully um more and more abundance of of uh, helping people from a place of love which is so important um, and uh, thrilled at the uh, synchronicity that we've expressed together today, as uh, well, as you can expect. Amazing. You're an amazing man, Tommy. You know, you're like the world. And I want to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching your journey, and I'm just absolutely loving what you're doing. At Cheers, 30 years of age, I know that age is nothing, but at 30, man, you are ahead of the game by a mile. You really are. And I'm just loving seeing the, the, the comments that you get and the people that, how, I mean, it's not just a comment, there's a depth of, love and appreciation for what you do 
and um, you're making a massive impact on this world and it's a pleasure and a privilege to know you it really really is thank you mate so, like, likewise for yourself yeah. keep up keep up the good work absolutely and anyone who's watching listening to my podcast for instance you absolutely need to be going to see Tommy G in action live you need to be listening to his podcast you mean listen to it. he is a wealth of wisdom and uh, he's just such an amazing person so thank you mate likewise. and likewise for yourself we'll put the we'll put the details in the description underneath underneath yeah, the episode awesome. and uh, as always and, mate yeah so much fun love speaking to you take care bro top man buddy thank take you Thank you for listening to this episode of the Super Self Podcast. It's great to have you here as a listener. Make sure that you've subscribed for all the new episodes automatically updated to your podcast feed. Thank you again for being here. And I hope that this has served you well. Anytime you want to reach out to me, hit me on social media at Tommy Gentleman or send me an email, Tommy at TommyGentleman.com. Have a beautiful day.